episode 355. Thank you all for listening to episode 354. Get to know Cody. I am Gray Lamarck here with my co-host. Mr. Bear. Size shoe you need there, boss. <laughs> Cody Jones here taking your shoe size. What size you need? 12. Yeah, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no dub tonight. He is under the weather. We will get him back next week. Uh, we were supposed to do the second episode. 356 would be get to know dub. It is going to be get to know gray this week. We'll do get to know dub next week. If he's back, if not, it's get to know bear. So it'll be fun. We'll get into that in a little bit. Next episode releases on Sunday. Uh, but today we got sports wrestling, have some new champions to talk about and everything going on in wrestling. So we got to thank some people. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing, the first sponsor of Over the Line Podcast. Thank you, Brandon. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line Podcast, and Brandon will hook you up with a deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not Honolulu. Hawaii. Honolulu, Hawaii. I like that one. Uh, and he definitely doesn't serve there. He would probably like probably to. wishes he should. <laughs> he doesn't. But right now, you know, it is, uh, I'm, I'm assuming holiday lights are down, so we're not going to talk about that. But if you still have your holiday lights, I guess we should. They still have a removal special going on now. Book your appointment today. Quick, efficient, organized, professional. They can get those lights down. It is now January 13th when you're listening to this. Those lights should be down. So get in touch with Sean. They will get those lights down. They're also doing, in the wintertime, handy person services. That can be carpentry, which includes doors, cabinets, floors, trim, and windows. Also plumbing, toilets, sinks, faucets, showers, and leaks. And painting, they can do simple rooms and hard-to-reach areas. They're doing that in the wintertime only. And, of course, if you're tired of your backyard flooding, they install French drains. A French drain consists of an excavated trench with gravel sides, a perforated pipe to carry away the water. Uh, What they do and the benefits for you is your yard remains aesthetically pleasing, keeps your lawn clean and dry, making it a perfect spot for your garden, outdoor seating, or a play area for children or pets. Yes, they install French drains at this time of your weather conditions permitting. Give them a call for a free estimate, 419-704-5471. Thank you to Sparty Steve, biggest financial supporter of the show. Thank you, Sparty Steve. We could not do this without you. Much appreciated. And last but not least, of course, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. You know where to go, datingtransformation.com. Get that free consultation from Connell Barrett. But in the meantime, make sure you go to amazon.com and get the book, Dating Sucks But You Don't. It's a great gift, especially for those New Year's resolutions and those single people in your life. Datingtransformation.com. Dating sucks, but you don't. All right, so let's get into golf. Of course, uh, we predicted what would happen. We knew it. If, if, we said it, if we said if you bet with Dub, you're going to do well. Oh, what happened, Bear? Cam Smith, man, broke the uh, broke the PGA record, too, for, uh, for a four-round um, for a four, four round scoring record, 34 under par, brand new record. Funny enough, um, Matt Jones, who finished third, tied the record. Exactly. Matt Jones, he finished third and tied the record, which was 31 under. Um, and it was held by Ernie Els, I think, for a few years. 
So um, a record that was eventually going to get broken, but absolutely demolished. He technically John Rahm, who finished second, broke it as well. Uh, but Cam Smith hasn't 30 why, or under. Why was it? Was it just easy, good weather? It's an easier course. No, why is I mean, Ka- yeah, Ka- Kapalua is it's a it's a I, don't wanna, I mean, it's a wide open course. There's not a lot of trouble. So these guys absolutely just demolish. I mean, you can hit anywhere. There's really not much going on. So wide open fairways. Um, big course. Now, back in the day, I mean, these some holes, you know, 620 yards, longer holes anymore. That ain't shit for these guys. They can still get there in two. So a lot of good scoring. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's Hawaii, so the weather's good, obviously. But, yeah, it's that's a course that gets scored on rather easily. Um, I think two years ago is like the worst uh, they had in a while. And I think Justin Thomas won at like 14 under. I think they had heavy winds or something like that that whole week. Um, but yeah, normally it's, it's mid twenties is where the winner's at. So it was bound to happen. Just a good scoring week. Um, and, and we get to stay in Hawaii this week as well for the Sony open. What, uh, so we got, um, just updated standings. It's only one week. Uh, Cam Smith was first. So be prepared to see six missed cuts from Dub. Do not pick Dub this week, even though he has a good pick. We'll get into that shortly. Uh, Bear had a 19 with Sam Burns. With Taylor Hold Magooch, uh, I had a 15 and a 10 for Cody with Mark Leishman. Parrot had only a 38 with Parrot Kokrak. So <laughs> uh, this week, Dub, tell us about this course in Sony Open. Yeah, um, it's Wale Country Club again. Another another uh, wide open, bigger course, high scoring. Um, Kevin Na won here last year with a 259. So you're going to see high scores again, as long as the weather's good. I'm assuming it will be. I haven't looked at the forecast for Honolulu, but I imagine it's going to be just about perfect there this week. Probably like it is 50 out of 52 weeks a year. Um, But yeah, Kevin Nye ended up winning this last year. Um, And then I think Cam Smith actually won this two years ago, if I'm not mistaken as well. Um, So yeah, another, another big, big wide open course. You're going to get, um, you know, you, you want someone who can putt well, but also who's rather consistent with their drives, can kind of hit the ball a long way. Um, so Dub's pick of Mark Leishman, is, it's a good pick this week. Uh, Leish has finished, I think, top 10 here three of the last four years. So a uh, good pick for him this week. And um, I'm going with Kevin Kisner. I actually went with him here last year as well. But Kisner finished, I think, top 10 last week, um, and he's – he was uh, top three in putting, so took a guy who can putt and uh, a guy who knows his course. I think he's finished um, like fourth or third, 32nd, and like uh, 15th here for the last three years. So has a good track record at this course as well, and Kisner always plays well early in the year. Um, so we got Dub took uh, Mark Leishman this week, and uh, this week I'm going to take Corey Connors. Don't know a lot about him, but he has a few good finishes here over the last few years as well. Um, last year was his big breakout year, really. Um, I'm sorry, two years ago was, and he still had a good year and kind of held, held it all over last year. So um, not not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. I did not take him last year, so congratulations. You made the cut this year. Now make the cut this year for me. Thank you. Cody? I'm going uh, soon, Jay. I'm winning this week. Sung J M. Well, that sucks. 
we took too many expensive people on DraftKings. I can't create a full lineup this week. Oh, damn it. Damn it, Bobby. Let's see. I'll just take out uh, I'll take out Kisner. I got another lineup with him in it anyway. So we'll go go elsewhere this week. I'll I'll go with your three guys. Yeah, don't take parrots. We don't know what it is yet. All right. Uh in the NCAA bowl pick'em for what we did, uh Bear, who won that? Georgia's our national champ, beat Alabama. It was a boring game until the third quarter. Finally saw some things happen. Some touchdowns and a pick six late. Georgia wins. Covers, of course. Uh, Dub wins a pod title, by the way, because he won that via the Georgia wins. So he wins uh, for the pod. So that gives him a title. I think that gets him up to six now. And uh, we already had you winning the the overall for the year uh, based on points. So, of course, or based on the, the lines. So you won that. That got you a pod title. So... What happened for the bull pick'em? So for the bull pick'em, and once whatever for for whatever reason, once these end immediately, it's impossible to find it on ESPN. So give me a second so I can find it. Um, I think though, uh, I'm pretty sure Pod Dad won, if I'm not mistaken. He did. I think he had. He was the only one that had Georgia. I know we as a podcast had Alabama. As did I, as a individual. So pod we dad, bet, we don't bet against Nick Saban. We yeah, should have at 26 and 12, 26 and 12 uh, wins it. Um, the podcast and uh, Mr. Gray Lamarck, 24 and 14 BDJ at 19 and 19 tickle my pickle at 18 and 20 Jeremy, the Tecmo super bowl, 16 and 22 along also with King of Fridgeville. So, uh yeah i mean congrats to dub congrats to pod dad he said i'll take a 2x i'm like oh you really want me to give you merch okay fine he's like ask me 2x i'm like fine whatever you say buddy so got to get him something he wants and um we'll see how that goes but uh nothing else college football is over so i think alabama opened as the favorite for next year already no surprise there Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's it's not shocking. Not shocking at all. Um, they're they're always going to bring back somebody. Always going to bring back a good team. So doesn't surprise me. And um, Georgia was favored by three. Dub took Georgia. Uh, Bear took Georgia to win, but Bama in the points and the scores were not good for for me and Cody. Uh, we took Bama to win pretty pretty good. They did not. What did it end up being? Thirty two to. 3318. That's a Cody score. Right there, baby. Yeah. That's a Cody score. It's close to 13-8. We got the three and the eight, right? <laughs> so yeah. with with NFL, uh, Dub had his best week probably of the year. Went 12 and 4 because it doesn't matter. So he just picks who he wants. Uh Bear was 10 and 6. I was 9 and 7. Cody was 8 and 8. Bear gets another podcast title, finishes three games ahead of me. And uh, so give Bear that title. That puts him up to seven in second behind the uh, Yankees of the podcast, myself with 18. Uh, But now we've got no real titles going out for a while. Um, Unless, uh, of course, we've got our Super Bowl champions. Just a reminder to people, you've got Bear with the Chiefs over the Packers, which (laughs) looks pretty damn good. Uh, Bills over the Bucks for Dub. Cowboys over the Bills for me. Rams over Kansas City for Cody. All are in the playoffs. 
Yep. We're, we're all in. That's, that's probably the biggest shock of them all. That we all made the playoffs. One that has, you know, one out. So any, any of us, uh, any of us have a chance. Right. And I was going to say, I'm going to put in here because I know you set it up for, you set it up with the wines, right? Was the, was the intent here that we're going to have, um, just kind of some other things going on too. Like I, can I put everything without the lines in here? Yeah. I don't think that'd be an issue. All right. So we'll put the, we'll put them without the lines here and we'll make sure that we all make our picks without the line and we should be good to go. All right. So with the lines and without the line, our matchups this week, we've got first on Saturday, we got Saturday, Sunday and Monday night football. And uh, on Saturday, we've got the Raiders. So give me your pick with the line and then your pick straight up. So pick with the line. Uh, Bengals are minus five and a half at home. So the Raiders. Yeah. Bengals, uh, Bengals won in Vegas a few weeks ago, 32-13. Um, and going to be in the jungle. It's going to be crazy. I don't know the last time they had a playoff game there. I'm sure it's had to have been at least 10 years. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be a rocking house, man. And, and honestly, right now, even though it's he, he off for one week, you know, the hottest quarterback in the NFL is Joey Burrow, hands down. So I got to go with Burrow here for one week. Um, I think that they're going to do it. You got two quarterbacks who are both making their playoff debuts. Um, Derek Carr, though, has been his team has been to the playoffs. He was hurt, so this will actually be the first time he plays in the playoffs. So I'm going to go Bengals, like um, say, we'll say thirty to seventeen. I like that score. Um, I was going to say something similar, thirty-five twenty-one. Bengals at home. Parrot should be there. I think he said he bought his ticket. Third deck. Oh, uh, whoa, that changes everything. No, but kidding. we did tell him, Justin, and the, <laughs> Justin on the Twitter, and I said, if they're losing, you have to leave. And he said, I'll do whatever it takes for the team. <laughs> so Parrot is all in on leaving. Oh, man. Dub took the Bengals and the Bengals. His line picks are the same as his picks. So he took the Bengals uh, with the line, too. So, Cody? Um. And I don't know. It's the last time I picked, I picked the Bengals. They let me down. And dude, the Raiders. You know what? No, I'm going with the Raiders, man. They've been coming through for me the last few weeks. You got them in the line. They're plus five and a half. You taking them to win too? Yeah, man. All right. Cody with the Raiders. On to the next one. Back to you, Cody. Patriots at Bills on Saturday night, 815. Bills are minus four. Uh, favorite. Hmm. Man, this could be. A, ooh, this might be the best game this weekend. It, well, no, I take that back. This is probably be the most boring game this weekend. <laughs> um, what's the weather supposed to be? I don't even know what the weather. This is Buffalo. I mean, it could be clear and sunny then, and sunny and seven. Yeah, <laughs> and then like you know. You know, second quarter comes and it's you know it's four inches of snow. Um, but 
Uh, Saturday's weather. (laughs) That was close. High of 10, (laughs) low of 4. So it'll probably be about 7. Yeah, I'd say game time temp 7. Yeah. So it's pretty much on point being a smart ass. And do you notice that Saturday is the only day that it's in? It's t- every other right. day, 37, 38, 27, 10, right. 28, 29, 26, 31, 10. Uh, you know what, man? It's cold. I'm going to go with the Patriots. All right. In the points, uh, and you're taking them to win? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh... This will be because it's the playoffs and it's Belichick and Buffalo. I mean, uh, 15-8. I I like your sentiment here. I think it's going to be like uh, 17-14 Bills. So I'm taking the Patriots and the points, but the Bills to win. Yeah, I think uh, I think this is going to be more like the second game that they had. Um, I think Bills are going to I think the Bills are going to beat them up. There's no win. Josh Allen's going to be able to throw. Um, they're the uh, shockingly to say, I mean, besides Belichick, the bills have the experienced team here. Patriots have the young team, the guys that uh, don't have the experience. So give me the experience here. I'll go bills both. Um, I think the bills will win like 24 to 15. All right. Back to you bear uh, Sunday, one o'clock. Eagles at Bucks. Bucks are an eight and a half point favorite. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles with the points. Tampa's going to win the game. Um, you know, it's Brady. He'll he'll have a last. I think it'll be tied, and he'll have a last second drive, last minute drive. Um, they'll end up winning by three, probably. Um, Tampa just uh, the defense is not going to be able to stop Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith. If that's the way the Eagles decide to play this game, um, the Bucks offense just isn't that great, but the Eagles defense is poop. So t- Brady, Brady going to find himself away. Brady will be the quarterback um, of the weekend. That's for damn sure. First off, is Brady going to end up winning the MVP? No, it'll be Rodgers. All right. And, um, Dub took the Bucks. Well, first off, he took the Patriots for both, uh, and he took the Bucks both here. Um, Jalen Hurts, good story. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you, Bear. Uh, I'm kind of torn here. I think it's Brady. It's the playoffs. He could blow the doors off somebody, and that was my first initial thing. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I think the Bucks win by ten, um, but uh, you know it's gonna be higher scoring. Because I agree with you, Tampa's D is good, but how are they going to stop Jalen? And Jalen almost got crushed in Washington. We got a question about that later, by the way. And then, uh, and, and the Eagles D is trash. And I think the Bucks can put up points. So it's probably going to be like a 40, 45, 35 game. So give me the Bucks win by 10. Uh, now give me Eagles to cover and Bucks to win, it's going to be – this game is going to be ugly, and I think it's going to be like Bucks jets ugly, where they're going to have to, like, come from behind to win the game. Um, Like, Jalen Hurts is the truth, man. He's, he's the real deal. Um, He don't have much around him in Philly, but he's making it work. And um, what was the head coach's name? Is it Sirianni? Mm-hmm. Philly, like he's a moron, 
But I mean, I think they're winning, you know, I think they're winning in spite of him. So um, they'll make a good showing at least. And uh, I think it'll be closer than a lot of people think. Cody, I got a question for you. Mm. Do they have chicken in Philly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got chicken. They got chicken there. I got all numbers. <laughs> all right, 49ers at Cowboys. Also Saturday, 430 uh, in Dallas. I hate Sunday. that at home. Oh, is it, sorry, Sunday. Thank you. Sunday. Um, and uh, I always hate Dallas at home this year. But uh, – Cowboys minus three at home to the Niners. Cody. I think the last time this game mattered, y'all had hair. Or at least you did. I think uh, the last time this hair. game mattered. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I yeah, say great had hair. Yeah. The last time this game <laughs> mattered. Last time this game mattered, I was just getting out of diapers there, big dog. Yeah, <laughs> so he hadn't had hair yet. It grew later. And the hair was the hair was up top. It wasn't down low. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Oh man, dude. Oh man, dude. Uh, you know what, man? Um, <sighs> for some, I don't know, dude. I. I'm torn. I don't know, man. This is a toss-up game. Like this would be this is probably the closest game all weekend. Like, is that like, ah, man, oh man. So I mean, they got the 49ers. They have Debo and Kittle, and boy, oh boy. You know what? I'm gonna take the 49ers, man, in an upset. And ah, uh, boy, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be like that. Three points is that's what's gonna win the game. So I guess what that'd be what the Niners to cover, or what? I don't know. Yeah, they're plus three. Yeah. So yeah, ask me the Niners, man. To Win by a field goal. All right. Um, could be a push, but uh, no, I'm 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 taking the Cowboys. I think they come out. I think they're hungry. Super Bowl or bust for them, as Jerry Jones said. Um, they need to do it. It's good for Dak. Need to prove himself. Even the boys. Niners for Dub, of course. Yeah, that's that's what haters do. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the Niners are kind of like the Eagles. Um, you know, besides this Rams win, they haven't really had many good wins this year. So um, I'm not taking anything away from Debo and and Kittle, but um, I think at times they make they make Kittle be a run blocker instead of what he does even better than run block, and that's catch passes. Um, so Dallas, if they stop Debo um, and can get him the third down and get pressure on Jimmy G, they, the game's going to be over fast. Um, now, if they stay ahead of if they stay ahead of the downs and, and keep it on first and second, and Dallas can't get him the third. They're they're going to be in some trouble um, because what Dallas' weakness is is stopping run and tackling. Um, so they're going to really have to come up here and show their dominance. But I have 
I have a lot of faith in the offense against that Niners defense, which just isn't that good. Um, you want to avoid Nick Bosa, quick passes out. So I think that's going to happen. I think you're going to see a lot of C.D. Lamb. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, 152 touchdowns probably. So I'm going to go Cowboys 37-27. All right. Also on Sunday at 8-15, back to you, Bear Steelers at Colts. Colts are minus 12 and a half. Chiefs. Chiefs. Sorry, fucking see. I'm saying Colts because they, they should have been in the playoffs. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs> um, I, I think this is going to be just exactly like what happened three or four weeks ago when they played. I think the Chiefs are just going to absolutely blow the doors off of them. Abs- it's it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. They're going to be hitting the disconnect button. Quit, quit, quit by halftime. I'm going to go Chiefs like 38 to 10 just because Pittsburgh gets a cheap touchdown late. Yeah, Chiefs for dub um, for both. I think the Chiefs went too. Goodbye, Ben. Here's your send-off. You're going to get the doors blown off of your team. And you ain't going to do shit. Uh, Chiefs, 97. Steelers, 3. Cody? Uh, yeah, man. Give me the chefs, dude. Like, blow this dude out the water so I can quit hearing about him. And them trying to actually, like, give him some type of send-off. Like, he's, like, this decent human being when he's not. Um, sick of it, man. Fuck, fuck bathroom bin. All right. And then Monday night, back to you, Cody. Cardinals at – I'm not even drinking. Cardinals at Rams. Monday night, 8-15. Rams are minus four. Oh, boy. Man, you know, I'm going to pick them, and then I'm going to be mad because I know what's going to happen. Like, all right. This is gonna happen. I'm picking my I'm picking my Rams right now, but this is what's gonna happen. Matt Matt Golfer is gonna go out there, throw <laughs> two pick sixes, and they're gonna end up winning the game. Um, he's gonna yeah he's gonna throw two pick sixes, and then he's gonna have one drive to where, you know, he's gonna be competent. And look like he should have his whole career. And then they're going to talk about how this dude is, you know, uh, should have been an MVP candidate, which, no, he never should have been. And, I mean, you guys know me. I'm, like, the only, like, realistic fan out of my fan bases, you know. And all I wanted was a competent quarterback, and we still haven't gotten one. So... After this year, the Rams will still be a quarterback away from the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm going to pick them, and they'll win. Uh, like, they'll win by that touchdown. So, yeah, it's going to be closer than they think. But Aaron Donald is going to eat. And, uh, and-, and Jalen Ramsey might punch somebody in the face. And Gofford's going to throw, like, a couple touchdowns to Cooper He's going to throw four touchdowns. Three to Cup. Two to the Cardinals. No, two <laughs> to the Cardinals. And two, one to, two to the Cardinals, one to Cup, and probably one to Odell. So four. 
Yeah, he's gonna throw four, four TDs. And or no, you know, he's gonna it's gonna go to Higby on a tip pass. It's gonna be a tip pass at like the five, <laughs> and it's gonna be Higby to catch it for the win. Y'all laughing, man. Y'all you y'all laugh, but hey, this I, is hey, hey, he was my fantasy quarterback this year. Trust me. I I was more indebted to him than you were. You know, <laughs> You might you might think he broke your heart, but he tried to break mine about two or three times. So I know. Oh no, he didn't. He didn't break my heart. I seen his movies. I I seen what he did in Detroit. He He tried. He tried to break mine, but he didn't. Uh huh. See, he tried. I had to explain this to you know to to Cody Senior, and because he was all excited, I'm like, dude, no, no, no. Like we've seen what he does. No, no, it's different. It's different. No, it's not. It's supposed to be, but it won't. And it hasn't. <laughs> so, Bear, what you got? Um, yeah, I'm I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum here. I think the Cardinals are gonna upset them. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I just I've had this feeling, um, if they played each other, uh, that this was gonna happen. Uh, so I think Cardinals are going to win 27, 24. I think they're going to upset the Rams. Um, just because for whatever, I don't know what it is. It's just, I just, I just got that gut feeling. Matt Gofford. (laughs) And if I, and look, and this is, this is how I'm going to go off that. There's, there's going to be one upset. There's going to be five favorites that win and one upset. One underdog is going to win outright. I'm not talking about the Eagles here. I'm saying one underdog is going to win outright. So if the Niners beat the Cowboys, Rams win. But if the Cowboys win, Cardinals are beating the Rams. All that's, right. That's my totally irrational rationalization of the situation. Makes sense to me. Next one, you had a fun one you put in here. I'll let you lead this one. Yeah, actually, this came from our uh, the winner of our pigskin pick'em, um, super fan Dave. At an NYC shout out. Um, he super he, Dave, he was four seven three two five six nine six. It sounded just like Super Dave, by the way. <laughs> RIP Super Dave. One dude went 192 and 79. He's in that 99.9% tile on ESPN. He had to be easily top thousand in there. Um, and actually, uh, the old Charlie Batch fan club came in second. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to a contributor of the show there at 177.93. The podcast, excuse me, the podcast finished at 176.95 with uh, Judas in my mind, Ryan T, Jersey Jets fan in Ohio, Eric 2341, the ex-wife, Marcus Wellington, the follow, and uh, the only undefeated person, Poddat. <laughs> Tampa over Dallas. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so so shout out to shout out to uh, shout out to Dave, man. He's going to be getting some swag here. We're going to send him some in the next couple of weeks. He's going to be getting a shirt and some other cool things. So that'll be on its way. But he actually came up with this idea since he reached out and wanted to kind of hear our thoughts on who would be filling the coaching vacancies that are out there right now. You have seven coaching vacancies, one of which a team, the Raiders, who are in the playoffs. So why don't we start there? Who do you think? is going to be the Raiders' next head coach. Um, go ahead, Cody. Um, you know, I think... Oh, man. 
I might go out on a limb and I'm going to go on a limb and say Eric Bieniemy. That's a good pick. Only because the Raiders, they seem to be the only team in the league that will consistently hire minorities um, as a coach. Um, you know, so whether they deserve it or not, just to, you know, give them some experience and give them a shot. And um, I think Eric Bieniemy is going to go out there and he's going to he's going to take uh, Derek Carr and turn him into, you know, even though he's older at this point, but like he's going to transform Derek Carr and, you know, possibly turn that into um, if they win the division, Eric Bieniemy's coach of the year. Yep. And, um, you know, I like that Eric Bieniemy, but, um, and he makes sense, you know, the same division, uh, of course, he'd just go over from OC from the chiefs over to the Raiders and he could put them in contention real quick, but I think they, they like what they see out of, out of coach rich, uh, Sasha and I think they keep him. I mean, they, we, we, with everything that happened with Gruden, and all the distractions there and the distraction, of course, with rugs and what happened there and the this most recent DUI, they're still in the playoffs. Like, to beat the Chargers, I think if you asked us, all of us, who would have won that game, I know you start with the Raiders. Um, I think that they, they are going to help him. And, like, Cody, if you said if he wins this week against the Bengals, he's the coach. He's going to keep it. I think they take sure. the interim off of it. He's going to keep it. Um, but I'm going to stick with him, man. I think I think they keep him. He proved himself. We all thought the Raiders were probably done, and they made the damn playoffs. I mean, playoffs. Well, what happens? And can so, we say once and for all that Gruden is overrated? Please, yep. please. I know I called him Brian Billick, and everybody, you know, y'all had a good laugh because <laughs> he's you know Brian Billick. But I mean, that's what he is. He's Brian Billick. Like he had his chance to actually build everything from the ground up. And basically what he was is an average coach with, you know, an average coach that won a Super Bowl with superior talent built by somebody else. Like he took a turnkey operation and turned it into a Fortune 500 company. You know, where they were like, you know, the Fortune 500 and the company was – uh, freaking, you know, 525 when he took it over. Look, I'm oh. like, <clears throat> I agree. I agree. I, I think Gruden is, I think he's overrated. Um, personal issues aside, just coaching, right? The coaching aspect of what it is. I agree. I agree. Um, and with Passaccia, I just don't think he wants to be a head coach. He just doesn't. Like, I think he's doing great things, but I just think he wants to be that role player. I think he doesn't mind being the coordinator, the assistant. I just don't think he wants to be the guy. So I don't see him doing that. And I think he's doing a great job. I 100% agreeance, but I don't think he wants to be that guy. Um, and you know what? I'm, I'm going to go out there and go with the guy who is rumored there right off the rip. Everyone thought, I'm going with Jim Harbaugh. I think he leaves Michigan. I think he wants back in the NFL. And that's where I'm going. What's your next one? And back to Cody's, I'm going to have the enemy on another team here coming up. 
I don't think he, I don't think he stays in the same division. No way. He does not want to fit. He does not want to face Kansas city twice a year. I, that's I, he's on my list here, but not, not here. So that's why I would, I don't think so. And uh, real quick for the listeners, uh, Malachi Black just got his boy. Brody King is there at AEW. So Brody yeah. King has shown up. Knew what happened eventually. I was just going to ask who that was. Um, That's the only thing. It's one of those AEW things. Like if you ain't, if you're not, you know, deep, knee deep in the indie scene, you're not going to know who that dude is. <laughs> I asked, I asked, uh, uh, Peapot, I said, are you watching? He said, I'm freaking out. I'm yelling alone in my house. Yeah, see? I'm but he gets pumped. it. Like you said, indie guy, we know who he is. That's good for them. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that Prince Ikea could show up and he would be <laughs> out in his living room right now. Like, come on, man. I love Peapod, but come on, man. Prince Ikea, though. <laughs> <laughs> Aldo Montoya. It's either going to be that or just it was either going to be that or Disco Inferno, but Prince Ikea came out first. Yeah, Yeah, what what is that? Aldo Montoya is just incredible, right? Right. Yeah. 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 He's got to come back as Aldo, though. (laughs) Oh my gosh! You just wait. They're gonna have some pay per view, and the Misfits and Ash are gonna come back. <laughs> like fucking Van Hammer and all them dudes, man. Uh, what was it Lash Larue? He's gonna come oh, back. God, stop it! You're gonna have Steve Carino <laughs> back too. He's like a hundred. Yeah. All right, yeah, next one. Next one. Bron- Broncos here. We got Broncos on the list. Another AFC West. Uh, Vic Fangio getting fired. I thought they were gonna give him one more year. I'm a little bit surprised with that. I mean. <laughs> The poor guy didn't have a choice, man. Drew Locke, really? That's what you're going to give this dude and say, okay, good luck? And, you know, you knew Teddy Ballgame was going to get hurt. I mean, I love Teddy Ballgame, but the dude, he's a walking injury. Come on, man. Give him someone good. You know what? But um, I'm going to go out on a huge limb on this one. Um, I think, honestly, I've heard the favorite sounds like to be Dan Quinn. I don't think Dan Quinn leaves unless the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. I think he stays. I think he likes that defense. So he's not going to be on my list at all here um, for any of these guys. But I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with Luke Getzey, G-E-T-S-Y. He is the Packers quarterback, coach, and coordinator. So I say that for what other reason? Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver next year and turns a team, you know, like that into a contender a defense like that a young offense with jerry judy Cortland sutton noah fant um tim patrick you got javonta williams um even melvin gordon we really don't need because javonta williams is a beast but you put aaron Rodgers on that team with a pretty decent offensive line yeah just kind of what peyton did buddy going to denver so i'm going to take the Packers quarterback coach and, and passing game coordinator to be the next coach because I think Aaron Rodgers will go to Denver once Green Bay loses in the NFC title game again. So we had um, – you and I had similar thinking. I know this won't, won't surprise you at all that you and I had similar thinking on this. I'm going same team, same reasoning, different guy. I think they go with the off- offensive coordinator – of the Packers, Nathaniel Hackett. And I think it's because that same reason. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to Denver. And I think he's going to take Hackett. Hackett 
Rodgers loves Hackett and probably because he leaves him the hell alone. And I think this is it, what you just said. He's going to go to Denver. He's going to coach. And, hell, Luke Getz, he might go with him. You know, we'll see. And then you have both of them. He might be the offensive coordinator. So, I think that could happen. So, I think combination of ours, both guys go take go with Rodgers, and uh, Rodgers goes to the Broncos. Cody? You're on mute there, buddy. He's still, man, come on. Cody. I'm getting lectured about how to fix a fire truck right now. <laughs> can you can okay. you explain? I want to hear it. How do you fix fire trucks, Cody? Okay. All right. Go ahead and get that and take it up. Are, are okay. we talking about the ladder? Okay. Got it. I, I, okay. Well, then you get that. Okay. Go ahead and get your car and put it through there. Through the ladder? Okay. No, he, yeah, fire hose. no, he changed his mind. So now he's uh Mario Kart is on Mario Kart through the basement to the stairs so he can take it upstairs to his room. I just hooked up uh, a gaming TV in the other side of my living room. Got a bigger go. TV, put the other TV, the 55 inch over on the other side of the living room, got the Nintendo, the Sega, the PS3, and the N64 hooked up to it. Nice. Hooked up to it. What's that? So I don't think you got hooked up to it. Yeah, I don't either. I think I got to get, well, the PS4 is on the main TV. Uh, eventually, a PS5, if I do decide to get that, I'll move the PS4 over. Um, we'll see what happens, though. So, um, we can come back to him. Go to the next one, unless he's back. Nope. Next one. Next one, Dol- Miami Dolphins. Um, the Probably the biggest surprise fire that there was um brian flores getting fired which is just absolutely silly don't know what miami's doing um so yeah dolphins next coach which what you thinking i'm gonna go with uh, the bills offensive coordinator another brian i think they made a big mistake but brian dabble i think they're gonna do it so this one this one has me a little uh this one is where I'm going to place Eric Bieniemy. I think he's going to go to Miami. I think he's a good fit in Miami. I think um, with the offense that they run, he'll be perfect there. But I wouldn't be shocked. I would not be shocked if they got Kellen Moore, too. Something about lefty quarterback, lefty quarterback, head coach. I don't know. I kind of put those two together. Um, but, yeah, I, I think uh, Eric Bieniemy is is the, the better choice over Kellen Moore. I think it would be the safer choice over Kellen Moore. Um, especially with a team who is already contending. I mean, the Dolphins are contending. So Flores should have never been let go, but hopefully that opens the door for Eric Bianami there. And I think he could do good things in Miami. Cody, we need the we need you with the Broncos and the Dolphins. All right. Um the Broncos, man. Um I I guess they can't really go anywhere but up. Um, and I'm going to go with you, Graphic. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, old Nate Hackett. They have to go as an off coach, right? They've gone right. with three straight defensive coaches. It just hasn't worked out for them. Yeah, yeah. Like they they got to try something new. 
and they're still kind of in the middle to where the Broncos, where they're good enough to they're they're like in what is it that that draft purgatory to where they're good enough to not be in like the top 10 but they're not bad enough to be there yeah yeah like they're bad enough to not make the playoffs um so i think i think we'll hack it in there and i think they stick it out with bridgewater i think they give him another year maybe two and just to give, I think, what, Drew Locke, this will be, what, his third year coming up? Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to keep Teddy Bridgewater one more year. And um, they're going to give Drew Locke the starting the starting job, which will piss a lot of people off. And But this will be, like, his make it or break it year. But they're going to have Teddy Bridgewater in their pocket because they know, you know, hey, we at least know. Teddy Bridgewater can come out here and win us at least six, seven games. Um, and with the Dolphins, like I do, I don't know. I I wish nothing but bad. I I hope the Dolphins become the Detroit Lions of the South. Like I really do. I hope they become the like Detroit South. Uh, because of what they did, you know, the floor is. Um, like, I mean, there were some stories that he didn't get along with the GM and the GM has been there. He's like one of those like long tenured guys in the organization. I guess he's been in the Dolphins organization for, I think, 17 or 18 years or something like that. Somewhere close to somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 years. And he started off as a scout and, um, and I guess the owner didn't really want to choose between uh, – well, I guess he did choose, you know, between his uh, GM and his head coach. You know, the head coach that gave you two straight winning seasons out of the three years he's been there. You know, or he's at, what, three winning seasons, I think. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, three yeah, winning seasons. like 500 his first year and then two winning seasons or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. Well, you he know, was Miami was like five and eleven when he took over. Yeah, yeah, like they were they were shit when he took over. But I mean, that's kind of the 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 mo of the NFL, though. You know, you take a franchise that's been shit for the last you know ten fifteen years, and they bring in, you know, bring somebody in to kind of rebuild it and give it somewhat an identity and. Uh, you know, then they fire him. So, um, and surprisingly, unsurprisingly, this happens to a lot of black coaches more often than not. Um, so I, I think what they'll end up doing, God, you know what? I, I was getting ready to say that because like, I could see them doing it. Because, you know, he came from Alabama. Um, but I'm going to say Kellen Moore. Like, they're going to talk him into coming down there. And, you know, he's going to think he can do something with Tua. Because somehow they managed to crying. get. Yeah. I mean, they managed to to get Xavier Howard to stay. 
So, I mean, the defense is kind of set, and that's the thing Moore is. So, I think they bring Kellen Moore in, and, you know, I mean, nothing really is going to change, though. He's going to be cursed. He's going to be part of the curse. No right. fault of his own. Next one. The Burrs. Cody. Um, I think maybe Josh McDaniels. Hmm. Interesting. I think they're going to talk him and, you know, I think they're going to pay him enough. I can't remember how much he got paid to leave the first time, but I think he's going to leave. I, I, I know there's people that say he's going to be the next Patriots head coach, but at the same time, like, how long is Belichick really going to stay there, especially if he's still going to the playoffs? You know, and, I mean, Josh McDaniels with Justin Fields, you know, like, that might be – that might be something to see. Yep. Um, I am – so this is where I'm going to place Brian Flores. Same. Put him, put him right by mine, too. And the reason why is they need somebody completely opposite of Nagy. You can't get more opposite of Nagy than Brian Flores. He's not a lot of talent on that team. You know, you're going around Justin Fields. Uh, you got to get a new guy in there. I know he clashed with Tua at the end, you know, all the rumors about that. I think that you put him on a new team, get him as far away from Miami as possible. Chicago's the place to put him. I think Brian goes there. Yeah, I think he can do something with Justin Fields. Um, I think this would be a good fit for the Bears. And um, I think it should make the AFC North nervous. I'm sorry, the NFC North nervous. I, I really think it should. You, If I was a Packers fan um, or a Vikings fan, not really the Lions because they're in the last place, doesn't matter, I wouldn't want to see Brian Flores go to the Bears. That would be the last person I'd want. I'd want to see Doug Peterson go to the Bears. <laughs> I would not want to see Brian Flores go to the Bears, um, someone who can turn Justin Fields into the quarterback that he should be. So, yeah, I, I think Flores – I think they're going to sign him, like, ASAP very soon, very soon. Um, Vikings. Vikings are next while we stay in the NFC North. Mike Zimmer got fired. No surprise there. They don't do much. Um, you know, he still got Captain Kirk there. Um, but this is where I think our buddy Kellen Moore ends up. I think they're going to put him with an experienced offense. I think Cousins is going to stay. I think they're going to they're going to re-sign him for whatever the $40 million or whatever the hell they owe him just because there's nobody else out there unless they can get like a Russell Wilson or something like that. I don't think it'll happen, but it's possible. Um, so I think they're going to have to endure another two more years of Captain Kirk but with Justin Jefferson and uh, a defense who's all right, um, I think that would be a good spot for Kellen Moore to go and make that offense, you know, make them better. So this is where I'm going to land Eric Bieniemy, And the reason is they need a change from Zimmer, who was boring as a coach. This could really help Kirk Cousins. He's not a bad quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's just good. And he's all right. And he has all the talent around him. If you give him somebody better, like the enemy, who knows how to call shit, let the enemy call the plays, 
and you have the talent surrounding you with Justin Jefferson, you got Dalvin Cook, you got a good defense, you have the team in place, Aaron Rodgers goes, it's open for the Vikings to take over and win this division the next couple of years till the Bears come up. So give me Eric, man. I think he coaches and, and goes somewhere good for him, and this would be the great spot. So give, give me him to the Vikings. Uh, this is where I think Flores will land. Hmm. Uh, I think Minnesota. Only because, you know, Flores, he's kind of a strong, intense dude. And a lot of times, you know, it's 50-50 with a team with as many veterans as the Vikings have. And, uh, you know, like the Vikings, they have a team. They can make a deep run in the playoffs. And, you know, a lot of times the last couple years, their defense um, has kind of let them down. They've let some teams back in games, and they've lost games because of it. So I think they get Flores in and kind of shore up that defense. And with, like you said, with Kirk Cousins, he's not great. He's not bad, but he's good. Game manager. Right. So, I mean – Kirk Cousins, he's not going to win you too many games, but he's not going to lose you too many either. So um, I think him there with Kirk Cousins, you know, and and Jefferson, um, I think that's one less thing he kind of has to worry about, you know, like he doesn't have to worry about the, the offensive side of the ball. So I think he goes there and, um, you know, that Viking defense, you know, gets back to where, you know, it, it was before Zimmer took over and they get back into the playoffs. The next team, which I was hoping wouldn't be on this list, they should have been the first team on this list, uh, the Giants. Joe Judge got fired um, yesterday, actually. Not Monday with the rest of them. Should have been. <laughs> should, should have been like uh, whatever time work starts on Monday. It should have been an hour before that is when Joe Judge got fired. And what <laughs> makes me most mad is that like all of Twitter was like, oh, thank God they're keeping Joe Judge. And I think they started reading that shit and they're like, yeah, we're going to fire him. Um, along with that, Gettleman retired as well, which really was probably a forced resignation. It was a, hey, you're going to get fired. So just retire sort of thing. Um, and that, that right there, I think, um, that makes me more nervous than anything because Gettleman really drugged that whole program down. So now, uh, they're probably going to get someone in there who, um, you know, is decent, can do some things, which, which I don't like, but Cody, go ahead with the Giants. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't think anybody's dumb enough to take that job. Oh, I got you one. <laughs> Bill O'Brien's coming back to coach the fucking the the Giants. Him and Doug Peterson. I wouldn't be shocked, <laughs> Doug, but that's not the way I'm going. I'll let you go first. Um, dude, I have no idea. Um, I think what the uh man. No, I don't really see the Giants doing that though either. Um. Jesus. I let me see who their defensive coordinator is. I think that's all they're gonna do. They'll probably just promote their defensive coordinator. Oh, that's a surprise. All right, Patrick Graham. 
That's he's going to be their coach? Yep, he's going to be their coach. Uh, I'm looking him up now. Says the Jets targeted him last year before they hired Robert Sala, but uh, Graham declined an interview request and signed an extension with the Giants to become one of the nation or one of the nations, one of the highest paid D coordinators in the NFL, courtesy of NBC Sports. Mm-hmm. Cut the check. There you go. Cut that check. Got the check, bird. All right. So the Giants, they are a franchise worth a lot of money. And they go and need some money to do this. But money talks. New York's a big city. Somebody that's dumb enough to leave where they are, which is going to make me sad. But to go to the Giants, which will make me happy as a Cowboys fan that he goes to the Giants. They're going to spend the cash, and they're going to hire Jim Harbaugh. I hope so. He left money for more money, huh? Yep. He's got to make a big splash. They need a big name. Uh, what better I mean, name is the what, what money? They just, they just decreased his contract. They made him on a prove-it deal. He's not making money in Michigan anymore. That's, hey. That's why he's going to leave. He doesn't want the headache of Michigan. Right. Everybody hating him. He beat Ohio State, got lucky. He wants to go out a winner, quote-unquote. There you go. Now, if Gettleman, if Gettleman was still, um, if he was still GM, no doubt in my mind this would be Bill O'Brien. I would lock it in. I would put money on it. Um, <laughs> since Gettleman's gone, and um, this is like my second destination of where I think Eric Bieniemy could go, because I think they're going to get Ryan Poles from Kansas City. So I think they're both going to come over. Um, but since I'm going to say Bieniemy is going to go to the Dolphins here in mine. Um, with the Giants, I honestly think that they're going to want to go. They're going to want to go somewhere um, with some experience. I think. I don't think they're going to want to try on the young tree of it, anything like that. So I think that they're going to go for like. Um, I, it, I'm, I'm. I just don't know which one because I think maybe with the whole Jets thing, they might have saw what Todd Bowles did. But I think it's going to be Todd Bowles or Vance Joseph. Um, and if I had to flip a coin, I'm going to go with Todd Bowles here. I think it's going to be one of the two, though. All right. Finish this off. Last and certainly least, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I think they're going to make a smart play here, though. I hope I hope they make a smart play here, I should say. Um, and they bring back the former quarterback, Byron Leftwich. I think so. I think Byron Leftwich would be the perfect fit for the Jaguars right now. Young coach, work with Trevor Lawrence, offensive-minded, has been able to work with Brady and get that going. I think Byron Leftwich would be the perfect fit for Jacksonville here. Doesn't have to go very far either. He's just got to travel like 200 miles across the state. And, um, and I love that too. He would make the most sense, but it's the Jaguars. So – well, you know, you know. I the think cons, they get it right. I hope. Look, man, the cons aren't dumb, but the urban thing was. You know, I'm happy they they got rid of them like they should because I don't think they were because they're loyal too. I think that's a that's a problem as well. You're you have to you you can only be loyal to a certain point. So I'm hoping the cons make the right decision here. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with you, but I'm not going to be shocked with uh, the bet. You know who the betting odds favorite is right now in Vegas? Who? Brian Dave. No, 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 no. Cody, you said his name earlier two or three times. 
With Bill O'Brien? He's the favorite. Because he coached at Alabama. Well, he didn't really coach at Alabama. I mean, hell, we could probably get a coaching job like two years at Alabama on staff. You would think the Jaguars, though, like, and I know that Bill O'Brien has coached in the NFL. I get that. And I'm going to say it in this context is you would think they wouldn't go for a college coach again. Yep. What do you got, Cody? Um, I'm with you guys on Brian, on uh, Byron Leftwich. Only because it would make sense. Finally, we're across the um, Right. But obviously, nothing about the Khan family tree says uh, hirings that make sense. Yeah. Chris Whether Jericho, be, coordinator. Yeah. Whether it be fucking football, wrestling, or football. Because uh, I guess their soccer team doesn't do – isn't doing too hot either. Um. So they'll have uh, they'll hire Bill O'Brien, uh, Bill O'Brien with freaking Excalibur as like the special teams coordinator. In <laughs> 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 uh, Jericho, he'll be out there. He'll be defensive coordinator. It's like, yeah, hey man. man, I block more guys from a main event push. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jericho's already been on that field. So, yeah, right. Uh, you're say, JR is GM. <laughs> that might actually work, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> that'd be one of those moves they'll do. Like, oh, shit, this actually turned out right. Yeah, right. Until, until it trades for Baker Mayfield. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. You get them Oklahoma boys out here. <laughs> right, you know, get, get the Oklahoma boys. There, uh, Steve Williams. You know, I seen him. Uh, I seen him block a truck out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so <laughs> let, let's talk about a few things. The it'll be an interesting to see how the how this coaching carousel works. We're going to keep updating this list as more coaches if they get fired. You think any more coaches get fired or leave, retire, anything like that? No, I, th- I think that's it. I mean, that might be it. Yeah. Everything else. I mean, honestly, like you said, there was everything on there is not surprising except Miami. Miami is the only one that's a shock out of all of that. Other than that, there's no surprises on that list. Um, and again, I mean, in all honesty, in all honesty, if the whole Gruden, all that shit doesn't go down, the Raiders aren't on that list. Either. They're, they're not. So I think everything else is already out there. Like the Jets can't get rid of Salah. They just hired him. The Lions can't get rid right. of him. They just hired him. And I think both of those teams overachieved this year for what they should have done, in all honesty. The Lions are going to need some better better coordinators around Dan Campbell because I don't think Dan Campbell – I think we talked about this last week or somewhere. Dan Campbell isn't a good head coach. Dan Campbell is a good motivator. He needs yeah. coordinators around him. To, the players are going to buy into Dan Campbell. He's the, the Dabo. He's, he's not an X's and O's guy. Yeah, he's, he's the Dabo of the NFL. He's a, he's a Tony Except Robbins. he's like a decent person. Yeah, yeah, like Tony Robbins. Yeah. I hate to give Dabo any type of credit. Yeah, don't give Dabo that credit. I mean, Dan Campbell, yeah. right, he seems like – he just seems like – like he's a guy you'd want to play for. I feel like he's right. a guy you'd want to play for, but I don't feel like he's a guy who knows what a – uh, XY banana is, uh, you know, like, like I said, like I hate to say that Gruden did, you know. Yeah. 
Gruden right. is, like, was not a great guy, but he was a hell of a, you know, he was a hell of an X's and O's, you know, the plays and designs and all of that. So you have, the, yeah. or you just have the guys like Belichick who are both. Right. Like Campbell's that guy, like you played with him for a few years and then you're like, oh man, dude, what are you doing now? Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the coaching game now and couldn't oh, let yeah, it go. What, what high school? On oh, the line. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, man. No, you mean, I'm, you mean I'm up in Detroit? No, 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 yeah. no. The the Detroit Lions, right. Ford Field. We're on Sundays. Yeah. It's, it's uh, a- I'm up in Detroit coaching. You mean Detroit Matter Day? No, 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 no. The Lions, the Lions. Oh wow, they still at uh, they still at the Pontiac? No, no, they're downtown Detroit now. <laughs> no, 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 man. I swear, I saw Hogan slam Andre there. And- I saw Barry run for about 220 the next week. Right. I'm pretty sure that happened there, right? Yeah. Oh, man. He, yeah, he's like that. Field goal. He's that football lifer dude that makes good at the end, man. And, uh, like, he, he, he won't draw up the annexation of Puerto Rico, but <laughs> <laughs> but damn it if he don't get everybody to try. So, I mean, hell, his wide receivers have more touchdowns than Giants wide receivers. That's true. That's true. All right. The um oh, how many years uh what's his face got? Old fat face down in Dallas. How many years he got? McCarthy? Left. Yeah. Oh, this is only a second year. Oh no, man. Oh no. Jerry, you know that finger get itchy after a little while. <laughs> that trigger finger get itchy, man. man he know. sticks with everybody he, for a while. He, he uh, six wins, six wins last year with uh, the hurt franchise quarterback. Got the franchise quarterback signed. Had a good draft. Now they're in the playoffs. Oh no, man! It's too many after, big names hey, out there. This is the thing. They'll get they'll get to the NFC title game this year and lose. And Jerry would be like, oh, we got this. Got the same team coming back next. <laughs> same thing will happen. Then then the trick yeah. start to get itchy. But until then, Michael, he probably pulled, <laughs> he probably pulled him in already. Like, now Michael, not like you. <laughs> you know, he's getting, to you. <laughs> he, he's gonna get uh he's gonna get old coach Romo in there eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Romo ain't taking his ass out of the booth. Yeah, Dude, he's he gets paid too much. He's getting paid like way a, too much. Way too much. Special much. consultant. Yeah. All Michael, right. uh, <laughs> the sun is starting to set off over the cow's behind. <laughs> and uh, we're going to need you to bring in some bales of hay. <laughs> Drew. All right. The um, uh, All right. So a few things. Colts. Losing a win and in game to a two and fourteen team whose fans came to the game wearing clown costumes to protest the franchise is one of the most embarrassing losses in NFL history. Yeah, that should be uh, the next coaching vacancy to come up. That one right there. Yeah. Why? Um. Why do you not give thirty plus touches to your workhorse MVP caliber running back who has literally kept you afloat all year instead of letting garbage-ass Carson Wentz throw the ball more than 10 times, which he never should, ever, ever. 
Yeah, I don't know what Frank Reich is thinking. But that right there, stated, the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. <laughs> 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 Let's say that saying, now we know why. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a good stat on the uh, Cowboys: first team in NFL history to have a player with 4,000 plus pa- passing yards. Another with a thousand rushing yards, another with a thousand receiving, a player with ten sacks, and a player with ten picks. Yeah, first time ever. It's impressive. Granted, it, it took uh, it took seventeen games. Seventeen games, which all this other bullshit and all these records, which are just I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Everyone sitting there jerking off about the T.J. Watt sack, sack tie record. No, no, Strahan did it. In 16 games. But didn't Watts sit out one or two games too? Don't matter. Three, Don't matter where this – it does not matter how many times you get hurt or whatnot. It matters what you play. Yeah, it's he a, played 14 games. Does not matter. Does not matter. If it was a 17-game season, like anything else, he doesn't get it. Just like all these other records that are getting broken. You play 16 right. games, that's what all these records are based on. Now the entire record book's going to change because everyone gets an extra game. We'll see what he does in the first six minutes if he's healthy. If they if they do this forever, right? If they if this is how it is, and they're on an uh, an eighteen game, you know, a seventeen game season forever, Mahomes will break all Brady's records. Yeah, hands down, easily. Now maybe he already could have, but now he gets an extra game to do it. Well, you got to hope that Brady stops playing before he's fifty too. <laughs> I, I mean, Brady will probably keep playing. Though. I think didn't Justin Jefferson break the rookie record? I think um, Jamar Chase broke. Right. I mean, everyone's breaking these records. Right. And that should let you know, game. like, yeah, when rookies are breaking records like that, it's like, man, it's an extra game. Yeah, extra game, man. So, you know. Like I said, it is it is what it is. That's how they're gonna do, and they, that's how they want to run all this. But they need to asterisk that shit. I bet you put Michael Strahan in right now for one more game, he'll get another sack too. He might. You should put Brett Favre in his quarterback, and he definitely would. There you go, Jericho in and Eddie King snapping picks. Jesus. Oh, God. Chris Jericho is like the Kevin Nash of freaking AEW. Mm-hmm. Find somebody hot, work with him for a little bit, cool him off, just so he could be like the dude that gets all the attention. So, which he's team? That, Eddie, Eddie Kingston is the Vince Russo of AEW. Then. Yep. I was about to say he is. <laughs> what, um, what is the which team has not made the playoffs in the longest amount of time? Current. Hmm. Jets. Jets. When is the last time they went? What was that? Oh five, wasn't it? Oh five, oh six. No, Sanchez was there. Um, yeah, that's oh six, right? That was Pennington, homie. I think. Oh. I'm going to say oh. 2011. 2010. And then 20. the next team that's oh. the longest, the Denver Broncos, 2015. Yeah, ever since Peyton left, they haven't done shit. Yeah, shit ain't been the same. It's hard to believe he's been gone that long. Um, the uh, So let's go to some Justin on the Twitter. He had some good shit this week. So 
Justin on Twitter. We haven't done that in like three years. I know. Yeah, welcome back. I like it. So he, How long you guys been out. You guys might have seen this. This piece of field got to be the most cursed place in the entire NFL. That, of course, speaking of Washington uh, football team stadium, Jalen Hurts almost crushed. Joe Burrow ACL, AP ACL, RG3 ACL, Alex Smith leg, Fitzpatrick hip, Chase Young ACL, Kyle Allen leg. Is this the most cursed ground in the NFL? That's his question. No, it's not cursed. It's because it's just no, Exactly. Dan Snyder don't take care of it. He's the only yeah. who don't give two shits about his stadium. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like half carpet. Like, <laughs> like, like legit carpet, though. You know, like it's the old AstroTurf. And they just happen to weave in a couple of patches of sod into it. Right. Um, we're going to get back to his other question when we get to wrestling. Uh, Megatron, you know, tweeted back in the Lions then, Megatron, hashtag Megatron, hashtag Lions, hashtag Detroit. Do you think it means anything or he's just coming back? Is he already on their wall or their uh, – is his number retired? I have no idea. That's the only thing I could think. He ain't think going back for that. He going back that organization. He don't want to be a yeah, coach. He, right. He going back to get paid what he is owed. Yeah, just like Cody said, cash that check. <laughs> he going to get that. that. Collect that check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he going to get that last work check. check. Uh-huh. The funny thing is they gotta they gotta bring him in to get that check and they're gonna decline it before he gets to the bank. Right. Gonna he's gonna have to do it. Up. He's gonna have to do it on his phone right there in front of him. <laughs> just so they don't put that <laughs> just so they don't put that hold on. <laughs> um yeah, man. I've seen it all before, man. He had to turn in a couple of his work shirts. And <laughs> that's what it is, man. Hey, he sorry, kept, Calvin. Kept we had to Right. We couldn't pay you in cash, so we're going to give you three F-150s that uh, don't have microchips in them. Sorry. Um, right. what, you can drive it, but you got to wait for the chip to come in. One, <laughs> one of the funniest things I saw was uh, Georgia fans have been blessed this year. Georgia, national champion. Atlanta Braves, World Series champion. Atlanta Falcons, top four team in the NFC South. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, shoot. All right. So, um, for some wrestling stuff, I'm going to go back to Justin on the Twitter real quick. Uh, with Road Dog recently being released by the WWE, what are the chances that we have a New Age Outlaws reunion in AEW? I hope not. What are the chances? 85%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about 100% because I'm pretty sure the New Age Outlaws uh, probably is owned by the WWE. So... <laughs> It could be, oh, a, you know what? It could be a Kip, Kip Sop and Brian James reunion, but it ain't gonna be no New Age reunion. It'll be I old age seen, outlaws. Where did <laughs> I just see that? I just seen that he filed for some trademarks. Old really? Kip, yeah. Well, Kip Sop, he, he's yeah. super late right now. I can't remember how many days ago. Yeah, Mister Ass seen, probably. That's about it. Uh, Mr. Buttocks. Here it is. <laughs> Senor Buttocks. <laughs> oh, it was earlier today. He filed to trademark the New Age Outlaws, or quote, the New Age Outlaws, end quote, on January 7th. 
for general merchandise and general pro wrestling use. Hmm. Nobody yeah. gets that. Uh, let's see. They filed for it after he was announced for an appearance at the Squared Circle Expo April 15th or 16th in Indianapolis. Hmm. Well, I mean, we'll see. But, oh, I guarantee as soon as they get that, it's going to be an episode of Dynamite, and it'll be Tony Khan on Twitter talking about, uh, what is he going to say? He'll say uh, there'll be a new age uh, Dynamite. And then next thing you know, the oh, you didn't know, and freaking everybody lose their minds. And 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 Jerry McDivitt already is probably on that line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the oh, you didn't know, dude. I guarantee, man, if Jerry McDivitt had a Twitter and he was like remotely petty, can you imagine just some of the shit he would say, man? Like, let Road Dog come out with that oh, you didn't know. And Jerry just replied back, I knew. <laughs> Your ass better call somebody. Already on the phone. Is he the one that's out of, uh, he's not the one out of Toledo, is he? Jerry? Yeah. No, no. No. Who's we're that guy? He's there. Uh, he's the trademark attorney. That's probably who he's filing it with. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah, I can't think right. of or I mean, at this point in time, shit, Vince probably don't care or no. Like, I, I mean, as long as they're not filing DX, I think they hell. I don't even think old Paul cares. Is the hell probably well, like, sick? Man, you notice already... Vince is getting rid of everybody because Paul's sick. <laughs> you know, right. Paul can't work. He's like, I'm getting rid of yeah. NXT. Fuck you, trying to outdo me. <laughs> Fuck around getting Al Davis right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going to get divorced coming soon. And ain't even going to know it. Come Triple H is all elite. Back to the Georgia one really quick. I was just scrolling and passing. Like, well, shit, they got the national championship and the World Series. This is the best year for Georgia since Johnny won that fiddle contest. <laughs> <laughs> So, some more stuff coming. Uh, NXT 2.0 changes. PW Insider reports, going forward, NXT's creative team will no longer be working independently. Now, the NXT creative team will be under the influence of Bruce Pritchard. Christine Lebrano and uh, directly reporting to them. Similar to how Raw and SmackDown team do, again for now, NXT use to operate in its own bubble. But now the team will be in the same as the main roster. But you're seeing AJ Styles crossover. Others are crossing over. We'll see. Um, All right. Here's a here's a fun one. Who has the most WWE title reigns in history? WWE title. Uh, uh, reigns? Yep. Yeah, say being probably Roman. No, he's not even in the top five. WWE title. Uh, you know, Orton's two with 10. Triple H. Triple H is three with nine. Oh, man. We forgot about old John Chana. 
13, number one. Yeah. Oh, Johnny. See, he might come back. Number four, yep. Number four, The Rock with eight and tied for fifth. Rock. Brock, Stone Cold, and Hogan all with six. Hmm. Tampa Terry. The only reason why they all have six is they all held the belts so a damn long. They'd have more. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so big thing that came up, uh, Mickey James is going to be in the women's rumble. You know, isn't she the current currently signed to impact is yeah. that, um, forbidden door open for one no. and two, do you see, do you think her husband makes an appearance in the other rumble? They call this probably just to make it right with her. Yeah. But no, ain't no forbidden door opening, especially not to that friggin' WWE side. They just trying to make it right with Mickey James because A is the the women's rumble and they need people to actually fill spots because they fired two thirds of the freaking wrestling roster. And two because they put all their shit out in a trash bag when they fired her the first time. <laughs> the last time. So like it's just a it's just a PR move, really. I mean, mm-hmm. to me. Like, they might let Nick Aldis on there since he's not the NWA champion right now. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up. But it's not like any WWE fans going to know who the hell he is. And they'll probably change his name any goddamn way. He'll be freaking... Rick Lawless. Yeah, he'll be Scott Target or some shit when he comes (laughs) out. Duke the dumpster Drosy. <laughs> Ed Publix. <laughs> the um, all right, and then uh, the basically the last thing I saw was uh, we need a thirty for thirty on Tebow. This man played with Hernandez in college, turned into a pastor, won a playoff game, went to be an analyst, and played baseball for six years. Comes back to play tight end for the Jaguars. That yes. may be. The most boring 30 for 30 you right. can watch in your life. I would say it'd be a 30 for 30 short and then still only last like 15 minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, and then our, our we'll get to trivia here in a minute, but we got to do our state, our state of the week, California. I'm just going to give some facts about California. It's the home of the avocado capital of the world. Fallbrook holds an avocado festival to celebrate. The Holiday Bowl, largest outdoor amphitheater in the U.S., when it opened in 1922, it was merely a simple wooden platform with a canvas top. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Hollywood Bowl, been there, man. It's a nice little place to go. Nice uh, venue. 1964, San Francisco cable cars were named the first moving national historic landmark, and they're the only ones still operating in a U.S. city. Wondering what the name of the world's largest tree is? It's General Sherman. Koya National Park, 275 feet tall, circumference of 102 feet. Jeez. Death Death Valley is the hottest and driest and lowest national park in the country, despite its morbid name. Due to the extremes, a great diversity of life lives within the park. Bet you know someone who came from. Bet you know who lives in California. Most populous state in the U.S. One in eight residents live there. Hmm. Hmm. California is the birthplace of the internet in 19. 
69. The first ARPANET message was sent from a UCLA site. The first message, low. He meant to say login, but then the system crashed. <laughs> Turds. Thousands of visitors flock to the Golden Gate Bridge every year, but it wasn't always so beloved. Many originally derided the design as ugly. That's rude. Everyone knows the famous windows wallpaper rolling green hills on bright blue sky, but did you know it was taken in SoCal? Hmm. Uh, oh, let's see. Rancho Cucamonga is actually a real place. Yep. You know, a lot of people don't really know that. Um, California in 1850 was the 31st state. Prior to that, it was an independent country for one month in 1840. Is that when they were throwing all the, our, our Asian and Chinese brothers and sisters in the concentration camps out there? When they say that the independent country? Right. One out of one out of every four Californians was not born in the United States. <laughs> they had them all in the camp. What what is what do you think their top export is? Hmm. Porn. <laughs> Cane sugar. Almonds. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that was close. Bunch of nuts. <laughs> Largest county in the U.S. is San Bernardino. Three million acres of land. Uh, up with Lucas, but okay. And then contrasting <laughs> that, Alpine County in California is the smallest county. 405,000 acres of land. It's the first state to reach a trillion dollars in gross domestic product. They have 100,000 earthquakes a year. That's that's wild. 100,000. Uh, man, only state that has hosted both the Summer and Winter Olympics. L.A. hosted 32 and 84 Summer Olympics. And then uh, Squaw Valley hosted the 60 Winter Olympics. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right. Um, Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles is a staple. If you don't go there, you didn't go to California. Uh, the smog is like eight feet thick. And if you take a picture of the skyline, like you can see it. And it's like gross. All right. But uh, it's a beautiful place, man. You go three blocks and like take you, you know, like seven hours to go three blocks. <laughs> so um like we said jeremy's under the weather of the current quarterbacks in the nfl who has thrown the most pick sixes in their career they will be playing in the playoffs worth three points and that offered absolutely 100 percent. like that's not even a, come on man matt gofford all right i'll go with gofford too <laughs> matt gofford shocking <laughs> right yeah what a shock. The youngest out of all them dudes pictured right now and has like the worst hairline. Come on, man. Wow. Leave the hairline out of this. So that was <laughs> that was worth three points. So um we all get three. So what's the updated standings after that one? Uh so updated standings after that, everybody has five. <laughs> Except <Gup. laughs> the, no, uh, he has five. Oh shit. He was beating us five to two to two to two. We'll give him this trivia next week. Um, Chad Gable, 
on the wrestling side has been tag champs with three different teammates. Name all three. Uh, uh, Matt Stafford. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God damn it. Can't, I can't think of the third guy. We need I all can, three. But I don't see it. I can't see it. Oh, man. Uh, who I got mine. Just? I can't think of the other one, though. Who was he just with? Goddamn. I don't think. Just type his uh, shit in. Oh. Uh. Ay, ay, ay. No, he got fired by then. You ready oh, yet? What's dude's <laughs> name? No, uh, all right. Okay, I only got two out of three. You ready, Bear? No. All right, I'm ready. I've got a wild guess on the last one. I think it's completely wrong. All right. Three, two, one, and go. All right. <laughs> Bear. <laughs> I was joking with Kurt Angle. I didn't think that was real. <laughs> that that was a guess. Uh, Otis, Jason Jordan, Elias, Kurt Angle, Otis, Jason Jordan, Jason Jordan, Otis, Kurt Angle. Well, let's see if we're right. Um, oh, man, I got to read this. Right. Bobby Roode, son of a bitch. <laughs> Oh, but Otis is recent, and then of course Jason Jordan. Damn it! Oh, Bobby Roode still in the league. All right, thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Point wise, uh, if we got all of them, it was worth two. What? Did not. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, so name all three. Worth two points. Slacker. Oh. It might be two points each. Just give us each two points. Fuck it. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Not going to break the rules. All right. We'll see what he says next week. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for a moment's time. Thanks to All Work Clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, CalvaryDatingTransformation.com. Sparty Steve, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Can't believe I didn't get four points for that. some bullshit. And insert clever comment here. 